in peace for all mankind. Welcome back to NASA Vending Machine, the show where we discuss for all mankind. Season yeah. four airing on yeah. Apple TV Plus. Hmm. And it is me, your co-host Dan Moore, and joined as always by my co-host and compatriot. It is the one and only Jason Snell. Hi, Jason. Tovarish. Um, hello. Uh and and hello to everybody out there. Now, for various reasons, because we get we actually get legitimately advanced screeners of For All Mankind. This is probably the episode we are recording the closest to, to the air. release yeah. of of the other episode, mostly for holiday scheduling reasons, not because we didn't get this episode a, a few weeks ago. Um, but it does allow me to say from the present, because this is the we're actually recording this episode the same week it comes out for the first time mm-hmm. all season. Thank you for all of the letters and support and feedback and corrections to things that we could didn't even remember saying because it was so long ago that we recorded that episode. I, we appreciate it all. Um, yes, I know that I thought that Sergey was dead, uh, and he wasn't dead, and that wow. was very important. Wow. But I got a, I, I got some news for you about season four, episode nine, Brazil. Dun 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 dun. Right, Brazil. Um, uh, I got it right after all, I guess. Anyway, but it has been cool to hear, and we haven't really been able to have a a dialogue with our our listeners because we've been so far ahead in time. So in this moment where we are close in time, thank you for all the nice things about uh, the podcast. And people seem to be really liking the season like we are. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Which we, yeah, this uh, a lot happens in this episode. Oh, boy, does it. <laughs> oh, boy. It's always a downhill run with For All Mankind. This is season four, episode nine, Brazil. Brazil. Yeah. Brazil. That's all I got. All right. Well. Well, basically, we get our sort of, uh, where are we? Well, it's been a month since yes. our last episode left off, and we learned that Sam has not yet swapped in the uh, Ghost Ops team's backup discriminator, the one that they've compromised, mm-hmm. uh, because she is being watched like a hawk, and it's right in the middle of the entire like ops thing. So uh, she comes up with a rather clever plan, which is use this little squeeze bottle of water. Yeah. It has a bead of water sucked into the intake on the thing and it shorts it all out and screws it up i feel like i might have even said this last time but i feel like one of one of the thoughts that i had at the end of last episode was is she just going to spill her coffee on it yeah and that's basically what happens yeah a little more direct but still squeezes some water Uh, and she's got to swap it out, and she knows where it is, and yeah, she go, go volunteers very nicely to yeah. go get it. She's so helpful. Uh, although I feel like people are a little suspicious of her still, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's nice yeah. that they let her go do this. Yeah, um, we uh, uh, have an interaction between uh, Dev and Kelly talking about the possibility of life on Mars, which yeah. Kelly's very excited about because she's been doing her research in the crater, and Dev's like, I want you to find it, but also, I'm super busy, and I gotta go do my scheming. Um, the Ghost Ops team needs to basically figure out a way to know what's going on uh, around the base, uh, and so they go and basically ask Lee, like, hey, we know North Korea basically has surveillance on right. the entire base. So could you like help us out and give us uh, a tap into the system? And he demands an exchange. He wants his wife still brought up because it's been challenging uh, to do that. Um, I do have a note here that's good that at one point, I think when they do eventually connect some stuff, there's like some good modem sounds. 
mm. here at one point, uh, which really brought yes, me back. Yes, yes. The modem sound when the when they connected a backup discriminator. I have a note in here too that there's a, there's a little carrier detect uh, going on there. They they do tell so Lee. Uh, Lee's like, well, but what about my wife? And and they're like, okay, it's complicated. She's not safe, but we do have a plan. It's gonna be hard. And there's that that dig at Ed, right? Like it is good to have family with you as yeah. you do. But you do. in the end, God bless North Korea. They have mm-hmm. video of everything. Yes, I I enjoy that. This whole plot is kind of fun because mm-hmm. um, you know we we've had this North Korean enclave that's there. It's on it's in Happy Valley, but yeah. it's like its own thing, mm-hmm. and like they it's. It's fascinating to see how that plays out because, like, the North Koreans are, like, you know, even more regimented than the Russians, right? The Russians, they mingle with everybody. They got their own little thing going on. And, sure, they've got their schemes and whatever. But, like, they participate in, you know, the the, the society of Happy Valley. Whereas right. the North Koreans are like, nope, we've got a long no. life. People don't, mostly don't come out unless, like, to work. Uh, and we've got to be very careful about what they say, and they're right. all adhering to the ideology and everything, and that's kind of fascinating. Contractually, we are allowed to be here. <laughs> yes, exactly. By because treaty, we were here. We're we were first. Yeah, we were first. Exactly. Um, mission in Houston, Alita has been passing notes between Sergey and uh, Margot, um, basically as, like, you know, passing formulas and stuff, and they want to meet, and they need to do it at Alita's house because it's the only place they feel like they can kind of get away with it. Um, we learned that Danny on Mars is going to be a grandmother. Um, her, it's her stepson, right? Yeah. I think that it's, she married a second because we remember her first husband. Is he died? Does he kill himself? I don't yeah, remember. Way struck, back when, struck, people are going to email us, and we're not going to yep, be able to address to on the podcast. But I don't, I don't yeah, I think I think he struggled with mental illness, and yeah, um, we did mention by the way that there's the pressure. Alita has been given like a she's like we can do this. It's a two year delivery timeline for stuff from the asteroid after we get it to Earth, and Hobson is mm. doesn't even like that, and won't commit to next gen Mars transports because we're hearing that whole thing about like. You know, we don't even care about Mars anymore. It's all about the asteroid. It's all about the asteroid. And, yeah. and, and Alita points out that, well, imagine what we could accomplish without the politicians. And that's important that there's this real pressure and also kind of an abandonment of Mars mm-hmm. as part of this. Um, but, but yeah, Danny, Danny ends up, uh, uh, sending a voicemail to her son, uh, uh, and and that, that, like, gonna make sure my grandbaby is a Star Trek fan. Star all, Trek fan. All three all of three them. All three of them. <laughs> hmm. Which three do you think? Well, well I TOS mean, predates. Well, no, it TOS doesn't predate. TOS it, comes. It after. does. No, yeah, pre- TOS know. predates predates the moon landing. It was off the air by the time of the oh. moon landing. Okay. So, right. so if, that's so sure that one happened. And then there uh, were apparently right. a couple. It's. Uh, I'm going to say. Okay, so here's phase my guess. Two. It's, phase yeah, two. Was, oh, you took it out of my mouth. I was going to say phase two. Phase and two the in the series. 70s. And the animated series. Interesting. And then there phase two was so bad that they're like, let us never speak of Star Trek again. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Killed it, maybe so. Also, I, also the real oh, world is too Moore. Star Trekky for yeah. too Star Trekky for for all mankind. Exactly so, right. Like you know, you don't need it. You don't. Need, uh, you also, he's gonna make sure he watches the Bob Newhart show. Call yeah, I, I like. Okay, so Danny got lost last episode, right? Mm-hmm. She was kind of only around. I think she's maybe seen last episode. She gets lost because it's all about like rebelling against the base, and Danny's just in the way. And here we're she's like the man, right? Yeah. So let's remember that Danny is here. Uh, so I'm glad to see her again. Yeah, at, she's our. At this she's point. one of our heroes, right? So yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, you um, also you you got to mention the um, they find the North Korean video tab. Well, I was getting yeah, I was getting oh, okay. yeah. So that that's coming up. Um, that that essentially the North Korean find the tap, uh, and Lee is running interference by basically being very selective. So he has to translate for his boss. And they go to you know uh, like he basically tells him. Uh, you know, I don't know what this is. He denies, first of all, like, <laughs> oh, this thing connected to the the, mus- the monitor that's all fuzzy. Yeah, I don't know what that is. They assume that it's NASA or the United States more right. generally has basically been spying on them. So they take it to Danielle. Right. Uh, and at which point he, Lee runs interference, right? Because he knows Danielle. And so he's translating back and forth for his boss. But he's not... He's being judicious about how and yes, what he translates. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and trying to like keep both of them like on the, you know, on the outs essentially, uh, and say like, Yeah, okay, we'll look into it and show you know, Danny will look into it and like says, Oh, you found this on the system a, you used to spy on us. Yep. To spy mm-hmm. on us, yep. Um, but the the commander uh has his own suspicions and basically we we hear him accuse Miles because he knows yes. that Miles is the only one who's basically been inside the mm-hmm. enclave. So he's going to go after him That's on his own. Very important that Miles gets mentioned. Um meanwhile on uh at Margot and Aleda and Sergey's meeting they're working they basically need Sergey because he's got some expertise in specific types of math that they need done mm-hmm. and he knows about it and also because you know margo wants to hang out with him and they have feelings and sergey's wife is apparently back in iowa wondering what happened to her husband yeah who's been gone for weeks without ever yeah. basically he just went on the run again there's a nice moment um, in here where sergey i think says sergey says the m7 is no longer going to focus on mars right and and he says i think it's him says without competition there is no progress yeah I think it's I think it's Sergey who says that. I think that is, yep. That I wrote it down and like underscored it because to me that's the whole thesis of for all mankind, right? Is that the reason going. they've gotten where yeah. they've gotten is because of the competition between the US and the Soviet Union specifically. So he's sort of laying out like the whole premise here of without competition there is no progress. Um but we're also getting the vibes of like are we stopping? Are we stalling out here? Uh, is this asteroid going to make everybody fat and happy back on Earth, and then we're not going to have exploration, and we're going to give up on right. that? That's we've, the we've question hanging it, in the yeah. air. We've made everybody rich, and and yeah. no, we've Just improved life in on iridium. Earth. It's done. Yeah, don't roll in iridium. It's not comfortable, and it's probably mm. bad for you. Uh, I did enjoy also uh, callbacks here. Uh, Margot gives Alita's daughter a tootsie roll, and then one to her son as well, and which was a very cute scene. Margot loves her tootsie rolls. Mm-hmm. I hope the Soviet Union had good dental care, but I suspect they did not. Yeah. Well, they didn't have that, but they also didn't have tootsie rolls, so it's okay. Mm. Maybe. Uh, Sergey basically pitches to Margot that they go, they run. They go on the run. Yeah. The two of them, they go to Brazil, and they, he knows somebody in the Brazilian space program, and like they would take them because right, they're both geniuses. Yep. They're both incredibly important people, and so they could like live there. Personally, I feel like this is a bad plan because... If there's one thing you should know about like the Russian intelligence apparatus is that they're vindictive and they're efficient. They will <laughs> find you. If they found you in Brazil, they'll kill you in Brazil. That's yeah, not a big they're deal ha- for them. They're happy to do that. Just ask Trotsky. 
They are yeah. happy to find you. Russians are happy or to find any you any number in the of people in, in England. Who oh, yeah, and all the people yeah. in England. Yeah. And like, I was just thinking yep. of Trotsky in Mexico. But yeah, Mexico, there's, yep. there's lots of recent examples of this, too. They're, so, yeah. yeah, they're not going to be like, nah, I guess they got away. So this <laughs> episode luck. is titled Brazil. And at this moment where Sergei says, I know we can be together. We will run off to Brazil together and start a space program or be part of their run their space program there. And this is this is what I wrote down in my notes. I would have liked to have seen Montana. Someone is dying because it's very clear right. at this point but, that one or ooh. both of them is absolutely dying because they are not. The title of the episode is Brazil, and it's hard in this moment not to think, oh, they're not going to get to Brazil. They're not get to Brazil. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. Also, I love the optimism because it's like they could go run the space program, right? Like, not like a we could go live in a, a quiet hut somewhere yeah. outside off oh, the no, grid. No, like, no, no. no, no. Kind of They'll know where you are because it's not like the Brazilians are going to be like, look, no. our amazing new protégés from both Russia and the United States are going to turn Brazil no. into a space power. The good plan is I, I, I've we can go bring our knowledge to Helios. Yes, and they will sure. they will put us like on the moon. Or somewhere. Oh, man, I don't know, man. I think KGB gets you if you're on the moon. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. It'll be harder. Well, we we will see in a moment that the... Uh, KGB the, is uh, everywhere. The, the KGB is everywhere. It's true. It's true. Um, Good point. So, uh, yeah. So, Danielle reports to Eli that they basically not only... She ran the serial number from the tap on the North Koreans and discovers basically all this equipment has been stolen. So, yeah, she's found mark, all the stuff, Dev. Black market the movement. Black mar- and, yeah, and, and has happened. Uh, and so Eli is understandably upset about this and worried about what that means and what exactly people are doing with this. And what do you do um, when you're worried, Dan? You get Will Tyler on the phone. Will Tyler is the man. And Arena. Uh, and Arena. And you basically start tr- coming up with exactly what you're going to do. And the answer is you're going to get the KGB and the CIA. And the CIA. What a team <laughs> up. Team up. Yeah. This is some serious uh, man from uncle stuff here. Mm. Um. Is this the point at which we learn about the like the there basically there are assets on the station? Yeah, uh, there's a there's Happy a little Valley. there's an interstitial scene where we see the head of the North Korean delegation watching Miles get into an yes. elevator and not and get out of an elevator, yes. and he's like, "Where? Mm, what is going on?" Like, so yeah. he's investigating, and he's going to break open work. the whole sub level thing. But yeah, then then we get to back the like we have the results with Will, our buddy. Um, and the CIA and the, and the KGB, and there's this question of like, there's no black market value for the CIA says for this stuff that they're bringing down. So um, they he they they lay it out right. Like we think they're talking to Ranger. Uh, we assume this is going to be a sabotage uh, yep. for the asteroid Ter- mission. Terrorism, basically, exactly, in some way. exactly. Yeah. But we're less than 24 hours ticking clock for the burn for the asteroid. And it's like, oh my God! Activate all the undercover assets in Happy Valley. This is your terrorism panic. They are in a moment now where they think they are going to—they don't know what, right? But like, blow up Ranger. Like, they don't know what, but clearly there is a plot going on, and it's got to be about Ranger. And so they—they they agree. Yeah, the U.S. and the Soviet Union. They're like, let the CIA and the KGB work this out. And um, which leads to that scene where Danielle is talking to the two agents and she's like, I, I would never, I w- I w- they're good at their jobs. I-, I would never have guessed that you're, that you're, they're like, yeah, well, this is what we do. We're spies. Come on. Yeah. So we have, we've got Bishop who is the um, NASA guy who is actually CIA. And yeah. then Antonoff maybe is the, 
He's one of the guys who was one of the strikers. Strikers, yeah. Earlier on. It's like, you were a striker. He's like, hey. Uh, you, know. you must swim. You must swim among them. This, like is, the what, fish this is what we do. <laughs> this is what we do. But the key moment here is Danielle's like, Miles is the name that came out. You should talk to yeah. Miles. Mm-hmm. Oh, Miles. It's not looking good for dummy. our friend Miles. Nope. Uh, we also have seen Kelly confronts Ed, realizing something suspicious is going to sure. Yeah, it's been going I'm, on. And I'm she very, wants to know bu- why. I'm very busy doing um nothing, nothing. Yeah, but you, very you don't busy. Have a job, can't, man. can't take care of my grandson because I'm very busy doing uh nothing. Absolutely yeah. nothing. And uh, as she points out, you're like you hated Dev, and now you're best buddies with Dev. Yeah, and they're searching <laughs> so, the station for missing gear. <laughs> yeah. So what's up? Uh, ah. Meanwhile, yes, Ms. Uh, Commander Cho is is digging around. I I had a parenthesis that he's going to die. <laughs> that was my thought at uh-huh. that point. because uh-huh. he you knows know, like, too oh, much. He knows too much, and he's on his own in a creepy sub basement. Um, Miles is getting interrogated I, by the CIA and the KGB. Well, there's a, there's a there's an HVAC problem. You see, so he, Miles oh, yes. is like, "No, he's I'm the HVAC repairman here on the station. I'll come and fix it." And they're like, "Yeah, that's not why you're here." You're here to get beaten up, basically. Yeah, the spies. The KGB and the CIA both agree you suck. So yeah. We're oh, going to beat the crap out of you. Good luck, Miles. Good luck. Uh, my, uh, Ed comes clean to Kelly that this is about like his fear of mortality. Mm. like we Kind of the things that we had suspected about Ed yeah. all, all along. But Ed is not... You don't think of Ed as an introspective character, right? Ed is a man of action. Man of action, he yeah. He's a big, you know big guy who just does what he wants and nobody can tell him differently but ed is turns out ed is a man of feelings too yeah. he is he's trying to he feels that he's trying to build something for his family and his future and he doesn't he doesn't ever want to go back to earth that's well, the short of it and who, doesn't ever want to go back to earth i was thinking about it yeah he says i don't want to end up in a nursing home in a diaper i want to build something meaningful i think this is i think this is all good and i think that this is kind of a realistic um attitude that somebody like ed would have not only being a trailblazer and kind of like hard hard to step off the stage and fade out you you'd i mean he's not gonna die young because he's already an old man but he's not gonna he doesn't want to fade away he would rather use every last bit of effort and then and then like die at his station go he's that kind of guy plays a galore and who, I ask you, should feel more possessive about humanity's journey into space than Ed? Like, when he says build something meaningful, I mean, he's basically saying, how do I give my life meaning if we abandon and and, and fall mm-hmm. back? And I think that I've got to think that the writers are also thinking about, like, all the Apollo astronauts who accomplished so much only to watch for the rest of their lives as nobody went back to the moon and they're almost all gone now and nobody yeah. has set foot on the moon again. There's a little of that here where Ed is like, for my life to matter, I did a lot of stuff, but for my life to matter... We need, to, we need to sustain. We need to be out here, right? Yeah. And, and so he'll do anything he can. That's what motivates Ed. I think that is a, a an understandable motivation for him. Yeah, I agree. Um, and you know, I think his his talk about his fear and everything about that about mortality all very yeah very realistic as well for that type of character who does not want to end up losing himself either. Um, I also particularly this is a, a slightly in the future as as Commander Cho is wandering around, but they, I caught in the in the subtitles that the uh, the the crew that's down there on the sub level that's like sort of working the shift they refer to him as Old Man Mars, which I enjoy quite uh, a bit. 
That's great. Uh, well, that's about right. Mars. That's about right. Um, my, yes, Miles continues to get beaten up by KGB. Yeah. Why and CIA. are you protecting terrorists? Tell me where the bomb is. And it's I will say, to yeah, to his credit, he doesn't say anything. Like yeah. he keeps playing dumb. Like he is. Like if he were really just self interested, he would have given this up. But right. he, I think, he realizes, like. There, there is something in here that I think he's more than just greedy at this point. I think he does see a future for at least himself on Mars. Yeah. I would also say his best protection is you got the wrong guy, right? Yeah. Like they don't he, – he doesn't know what they have on him, but the truth we know – all he really had, all they really have on him is that the North Koreans he, yeah, mentioned he went him. To North Korea. Yeah. Now, maybe it is the case that the moment his name comes up, the CIA—this is probably true—the CIA and the KGB are like, "Oh well, he runs the black market now, so it's well, it's absolutely certainly. him." Yes, but I, I feel like from Miles' perspective, he's like, you know, I gotta like once they know it's me, I'm doomed. So I'm gonna play dumb as long as I can. But you're right; he also could just give it up immediately and be like, "Look, I I don't care about those people. I don't, care. I, I don't yeah, believe in their, their cause. Thing. I'll walk away. They're yeah. down in the sub level. I got this stuff for them. I don't know what they're gonna do with it. Go to good luck." And he doesn't do that at all. Yeah, yeah. And so um, he gets beat up. So he gets beat up. Uh, yep. Cho is is like wandering around and finds the ghost ops. Yeah. And then we have a moment there where stuff's about to go real bad. And then he gets jumped by Lee who like sort of grabs him and has a moment where he, I think he hits him before realizing who it is. Yeah. Cause he turns around and then you see the look of shock on Lee's face as he's like, Oh no, that's my boss. <laughs> so he gotta, has to like, got to strangle him now. Got to strangle him. Got to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, well, bye, Cho. Mm. Um, uh, so that's tense. Meanwhile, uh, we get a intercut sequence with Margot going back to her hotel and listening to jazz and eating room service. Right, it's the CD Sergei, that Sergey gave to her. Sergey gave her a CD that she hadn't heard in a long time. Yeah. Sergey has to go back to his crappy motel, and he's mm-hmm. eating Big Mac from McDonald's, and we're getting the like back and forth as they They're both, both having... yeah. Burgers, yeah, right? Pe- Margot peels off the lettuce and yeah. Sergey scrapes off the pickles. And I wrote here is I don't, this is where I wrote, I don't have a good feeling about Sergey not getting poisoned. Ah. <laughs> so I was close. I was close because I thought, I was thinking of all those things with like the polonium and everything. Be like, oh, yeah, come on. This is, this is you, where stuff goes bad. You know, the worst thing is he doesn't even get to bite into his burger. He's about to bite into his burger when he's shot in the head. Oh dear! And they make it look like, like a suicide. suicide by putting his gun in his hand, and yep. this KGB guy sneaks out. Although he doesn't close the door behind him when he, goes, or at least we don't see him close uh, the door. And I had a moment of thinking, that's weird. Also, yeah. why would you sit down to a hamburger, not eat it, and blow your brains out? I don't know. That seems well, strange. But no, maybe no one will inquire. No I don't know. No. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is also the moment where Margot is like, so like I told you, Sergey was dead. Um, yeah, I mean, you were right. Eventually, uh, Margot is browsing information about living in Brazil yeah. on her laptop. That who owns that laptop? Why would you presumably look this up? NASA? And why would she not be being or no, not NASA? Presumably the KGB. Presumably right. the Soviet Union. Cosmos, maybe yeah, and it's like maybe yeah. it's a NASA supplied laptop. It's possible maybe. and that, that she feels I, a little freedom. But it's she's being surveilled one way or another, right? Exactly. I feel that they. I feel this. They have occasionally been a little like her opsec sucks, and I feel like they've yeah. definitely been more lax with the. Um, 
like I feel like the KGB would have been tighter on her. Like the scene where she goes to Alita's house and it's like the KGB guy's like, I'll just wait outside. I, what could you get up to inside? It's like, oh, yes, this guy who snuck into the house like from the backyard. You're like, really? Really? The KGB didn't? Yeah, it's a little I loose. Mean, they clearly, they did know he was it's there. True. Well, right? They found I, I him think, eventually. I, I, I think what they're trying to do is say that, that Margot is trusted to a point, right? And that, and that, they know that with the Americans, they can't have the KGB handler standing right next to her all the time. And the KGB handler isn't going to know what they're saying. Even if they know English, they're not going to know the technical details. And it and it's really not a good look for the Americans so that they're, you know, they have to back off a little bit. So I, I'm willing to go with it. The computer thing, I agree. I actually thought that was going to be more of a, you know, a setup. And maybe it, maybe... Maybe it maybe, is. I, it seems yeah, stupid well, on Margo her part. Margot may not be out of this too. Yeah, yeah. It, it may not be out of the woods yet. It may be just stupid on her part to not think about it. It just seems a little bit. Unless she's like, and I don't need the details, right? I don't need them to clutter up the story. But it made me wonder. Like, it could be a loaner laptop from NASA. It could be something that she rented somewhere and is completely clean. And we, and and it would be clutter in this episode to show stuff like sure. that. Yeah, yeah. But you don't. You don't need to, but, but I did just find myself makes wondering. Me wonder. Yeah. And and I especially like it's gonna be real awkward in like the next episode where like she's on her laptop and all of a sudden gets served a bunch of ads for going to Brazil and they're yeah. gonna be like, What have what have you been looking at? Yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, uh two 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 bodies? We yeah. Think, at the end of this I mean, episode. I mean Cho did not Cho, Cho was getting Cho's getting not, throttled, he, getting strangled. I mean, good. I always feel like for him. TV and movies, like, <clears throat> you can strangle somebody till they're knocked out, and they're not, like, instantly dead. That's not how that True. works. But it's, but yeah, TV yeah, it's, and movies, it's very dangerous. Yeah. TV and movies do that. Uh, so I don't know whether Cho is dead or not. Um, I, uh, Sergei is dead, though. Sergei. Sir, oh, yeah. Well, that <laughs> didn't make it. You're not coming back from that, that shot to the head. From the shot Sorry. to the, in the, at the temple, point blank, no. That's the end. No, it's a shame. I mean, remember last episode when we're like, oh, Sergey. Sergey. Well, it was good to see him again, right? It was good to see him again, briefly. Um, I don't think Margo's going to take that well. That's my feeling. No, my no, prediction. certainly not. Certainly not. I don't know how that plays out in terms of well, like, the is good that news actionable? is next week we're going to find out because next week is the season finale. Oh. <gasps> Yeah, wow. there's a lot happening. This is a this was a good episode though. I felt like this was very classic. Uh, for all mankind, ratchets up the tension. Yep. Um, you know the the honestly the the heist plan is like kind of backburnered in this episode because mainly we're seeing like everybody else's reactions to it. Exactly, exactly. It was set in motion last time, and most of this time is about the kind of game of cat and mouse back at the base because surely they're not going. I mean. Let's just say, dramatically, it would not be very interesting if the plot just happened and nobody knew it was coming, right? Which a lot of plots do. That's how it works, right? You're taken by surprise. But it's much more interesting dramatically to not be taken by surprise. So everybody else in this episode is now on the case of what Ed and Dev are up to and all the fallout of that, which is great because you get the sense as is only right, that in episode 10, everything is going to come together because it's for all mankind, right? Everything is going to come to come to a head and it's going to be high stakes. And that's what this show does. Yeah. That's exciting. Oh yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think um, this, this, uh, <laughs> I don't have good feelings. I mean, I don't know. I still feel like that asteroid might hit something. <laughs> 
I mean, we don't. Yeah, we don't know. Stealing an asteroid. Orbital mechanics right? are are not are not. They're they're meant to be precise. And if everybody's like wrestling over the controls or whatever, then uh, you who knows what could happen. Yeah, you want it to go here. I want it to go there. Maybe it goes in the middle. Yeah. Well, yeah, this one was yeah, this is a lot, this a, lot, one a lot of danger. Is too little. This one's too cold. This one's too hot. And this one is just right. Well, cold or hot or bad. Don't do those. So we'll see. Uh, yeah. Anything else that we did, that I left out? No. Nope. Ratcheting up tension. Uh, R.I.P. Sergey. Well, uh, KGB and CIA BFFs. Going to be interesting, right? Like, clearly, we are headed for, I think, multiple showdowns. And, you know, we got lots of open questions here about what is Margot's reaction going to be? You know, there's a whole Houston axis of Margot and Alita and Hobson and Arena. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and what's going to, what's going on there and what do they know and what, you know, what, how does the death of Sergei affect things? So there's that. And then we've got Mars where we've got the, um, the, uh, aggressive, uh, questioning of miles and the, uh, suppressing of, uh, of the discovery of the, of the base station by Lee, and and uh, what's going to go on there because the investigation is in full swing and and certainly Miles is not I mean how how long can he really hold out and then up on up on Ranger we've got the whole um like that's where it's going to happen right like we and we and we have Sam and we have Palmer those are the two right. characters we really know because no, he's watching yeah. her and it's hard to believe that that's not going to be at least part of this too because that's actually that's literally where it's happening where they're going to move the asteroid so you've got three different kind of frames of reference um coming together for episode 10 it's um yeah it's going to be good going to be fun Woo. yeah uh, all right. Well, we will be back next week to talk about the f- season finale, finale yeah. of For All Mankind. And uh, I don't remember. Do we do we establish whether or not they got renewed already? I, think, uh, I, think I they don't were, think we did. But, uh, or they haven't yet. I, I don't. I don't mm. think they have. I don't think so either. Although I went to Wikipedia, and the uh, end of the first paragraph there says a total of seven seasons have been planned by the writer. Mm. So they're getting pretty close to uh, getting to that point. Plus. Uh, season five will be in the 2010s, which would make yeah. season six in the 2020s. So it, it, season seven would be when they pass us. When they pass us, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that would be interesting. Exactly. So <laughs> hopefully, the, hopefully they'll get the, the thumbs up. Down. I will say it is always in the top three on the uh, the TV app in Apple TV. It's mm-hmm. always in the top three, like after you know, something and then Ted Lasso. But like I'm encouraged at least by that metric that they seem it seems to be being watched i i don't think that this does not feel like a show they're gonna cancel i mean it's also like as we discussed last time one of the few i think the only launch show you know, the morning show is still running so this in the morning show are the only launch show still running for apple tv plus so um yeah yeah and it's i i feel like they've been happy with it i guess I should yeah say. i mean we it's the it's the push and pull between streaming often not wanting long running stuff um but also like apple having a limited catalog um yeah i feel yeah. like if this show is going well and it's doing well for them putting a couple more seasons in the bank um yeah so some, you know, so when people come along and be like 
Hey, what do I watch on Apple TV Plus? The service I just binge, up, signed up for. Yeah, you, we got we got fifty episodes of For All Mankind or sixty episodes. Like that's awesome, and I think that I think they need catalog stuff like that. And this is a good. They also seem to be leaning into the you know sci-fi genre stuff, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and that uh, this is a good one. So I hope uh, I hope it does continue. But we'll. Uh, but let's get through next week first before we start yes about it. all right well thanks everybody for listening as always yeah uh we should also mention uh disappointingly no no more vending machines no vending machines this, this time this week maybe maybe in the finale maybe in the finale you can always hope all right well uh until next time uh bye jason all right bye dan bye everybody bye